0: You are listening to Open Stance Audio, presented by Cliff Drysdale Tennis. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Open Stance Audio, the daily tennis podcast. And for the U.S. Open, obviously today is Monday, the first day of main draw play. We're going to implement a slightly new format for the podcast. Going to try it out, see what you guys think. I'm going to give you guys a couple of the biggest results of the day, some news, um, simple recap and then maybe a couple of um, behind the scenes stories or, or matches that you wouldn't have seen the result of from the major media outlets and, and give you my thoughts or the backstory or some cool info on that and then look at a few matches the next day for you to look forward to try and put on your schedule to watch um, whether you're going to be in attendance or watching on TV, online. Etc. So today, let's get right into it. Um, first day of the U.S. Open. Um, always a really you know good energy and vibe about the tournament. I noticed having been on site during qualifying that I, I think there's going to be huge attendance numbers this year. The qualifying was more attended than I had ever seen by a lot. And um, looking at the crowds today on on, on TV, you know I think. There's going to be a ton of people going through the grounds this week, and and one that's great, I think I think the U.S. Open has done a nice job adding the new adding the new um, stadiums Armstrong and Grandstand. While I was sad to see the old Grandstand go, you know, these new stadiums are great. They, they've added a lot of good things for the fans, and overall, I think each year the U.S. Open becomes more and more um, of a great event that more people know about. Um, which, you know, clearly has been helped by the, the likes of Venus and Serena Williams, as well as the Big Four. Now, the day started on the new Louis Armstrong Stadium with an absolute shocker, well, you know, you can't say absolute shocker, but Simona Halep, number one in the world, goes out to Kaia Kanepi um, in straight sets. First match on, on the new stadium and the first time ever at the US Open that the number one seed on either the men's or women's side lost their first round match. Um, Halep, does have a bit of a tendency to be inconsistent in majors. She has lost, I think, twelve first rounds in majors. Um, that being said, the way she came into the tournament, uh, this is this—that's what makes it so surprising. She won in th- she won in the Montreal and then finaled Cincinnati was looking good. Although I did see her practice on Friday, and while she would look to be hitting the ball okay, she had to end the practice a little early. wasn't was unclear. You know, she tried to hit some serves and and couldn't really. Um, continue from that point on. I think she finished her practice maybe ten or fifteen minutes before it was scheduled to end, and it looked like it could have been you know fatigue or illness. Um, it's all speculation, but she certainly did not look at her best. And Kenepi, who is known as kind of a, a giant killer or somebody who steps up on the big stages, obviously mean, she made the the quarterfinals here last year, so she can play at the U.S. Open. Likes the conditions. Um, got that win. The other major first first round match: um, two huge players that. Certainly uh, know each other well and have been at the top of the rankings before. Stanislas Vavarenka and Grigor Dimitrov drew each other in the first round. Absolutely brutal first round draw for both. Obviously, as Vavrinka is coming back to the tour, he is starting to play a lot better. Um, but he's still, you know, he just got back inside the top 100. And he actually just played Dimitrov a couple weeks ago and beat him then, and he beat him again here um, in in straight sets. The first two sets were really routine. Actually, the third set got got tight and was actually dealing with his body a little bit but got through that one um, I really think But the more Tennis Valvrenka plays the more dangerous he becomes you know in the past even when he won uh, his major tournaments at the French Open Australia and the US Open when he gets deeper into a tournament he becomes more and more dangerous because he's such a physical player and that, and that physical style of play he loves rhythm he loves wearing you down and he becomes you know even more of a beast the longer he can go, so thought that was um, not necessarily surprising, but a, a match to watch going forward, a, a guy to watch going forward, Vavarenka certainly not somebody you want to play, and obviously now that he beats Dimitrov, who's a top eight seed, um, I'm not saying the draw opens up for Vavarenka, but now he sort of can almost take the place of that top eight seed, and clearly as a defending champion, um, as a former champion, sorry, he, he can hopefully hold that flag well. Other notable results. Um, obviously, Andy Murray and Jack Sock, two guys who had struggled mightily to win <laughs> singles matches this year, um, each got a win today for very, you know for very different reasons. Murray battled James Duckworth; it wasn't a pretty match. Got through in four sets. Jack Sock, um, who is maybe having the worst year ever for a player to finish in the top 10 year the year before, um, really did get a, a pretty, pretty friendly draw. Guido Andreozzi and won that one in straight sets. But for, for me, even though Halep losing the number one seed overall, that was, was a huge upset, upset of the day. And really the story, I think, so far of day one um, that you probably won't hear is Jason Kubler of Australia, beating Roberto Batista Agut. Um, obviously, uh, RBA, a seasoned veteran, super tough player. He hasn't been in the best form in the last few weeks, but certainly not a guy you would ever think to lose that match. Kubler, one year ago, was ranked outside the top 900 playing futures, um, and for him to be now back inside to the top 100 and really get through that match in straight sets, routine three, three, and four, definitely a story you need to read. Look up, you know, Google Jason Kubler, and um, it's, it's an inspiring story. of somebody's who gone through six knee surgeries, um, I believe five on his left knee, one on his right, and could not play on hard courts for a long time, doctors told him you can only play on clay to save your knee. Um, so clearly his first ever main draw slam win uh, gotta be a, a huge moment for him that's it for day one the last thing I'd like to say I'm watching it right now as I record this podcast to me the most fascinating match the most intriguing match what I'm what I look forward to all day Denis Shapovalov and Felix Auger Aliasim are playing in the first round of the US Open two great friends Canadians um, guys who I think will have huge careers and impacts in the sport of tennis Right now it's 5-4 in the first, Uh, and I think this will be a tight match all the way through, but regardless, I think it's the first of many matchups between these two. I watched Felix in qualifying absolutely destroy um, Meltzer in the final round. Nearly golden-setted him. He was up 4-0 and had love 30 on Meltzer's serve, on Gerald Meltzer's serve, before losing only three points in the entire set. Uh, And then obviously Dennis has already made his way into the top... 30 in the world. I believe he's going to the top 20 at one point um, with wins over Nadal and and Del Potro. These two great friends are going to have huge careers. They have the game, the athleticism, kind of the the personality as well. So um, definitely one to watch and uh, I'll definitely be watching this one going forward tonight. Looking at tomorrow's schedule... Some some matches maybe you maybe you've seen them maybe you haven't but I definitely think um, Sam Stoser versus Caroline Wozniacki will be interesting. Obviously Wozniacki won the Australian Open but she's been struggling a little bit and Stoser on a hard court definitely she's towards the end of her career but um, you know you never know uh, with Stoser, she if she gets the kick serve and heavy forehand going Wozniacki um, tends to play a lot of defense. And it'll be interesting to see if Stoser, you know, maybe can pull one back from the latter stag- latter stages of her career, pull out a vintage performance there. the other WTA match I'm gonna watch, Caroline Garcia versus Joanna Conta. Conta has dropped a lot in the rankings. Um, but uh, and so she had to draw Garcia, who's a you know, a top player now. But certainly don't think either um, is is a clear favorite in that one. I think Garcia is the slight favorite, but certainly watch for a ranking upset there um, as Conta can play some pretty high level tennis. Obviously, she destroyed, she beat Serena Williams 6 1, 6 0 in Stanford just about a month ago. On the men's side, two matches I'm watching uh, involve two Americans. I always think it's fun to watch the Americans at the US Open. Francis Tiafo playing Adrian Manorino. Really interesting clash of styles in that one. Uh, Francis plays, you know, a very athletic. Um, eccentric game, um, has been coming to the net a lot this year. Adrian Manorino kind of plays a defensive uh, odd game style where he takes pace away from you but then will take time away in certain moments and mixes up the spins. Um, Also fun fact, Manorino strings um, at one of the lowest tensions on tour. And then the other match I'm watching, Fabio Fognini playing Michael Moe, another young American. Uh, Fognini is having maybe one of the best years of his career um, but always when I see him on a hard court playing a, a home favorite first round, I'm never really sure what to expect there. Um, Mo has a lot of ability, a lot of athleticism, um, can make a lot of balls. It'll be interesting to see if Mo can stay. W- if, I think if Mo can get out to a lead in that one, it he can get a little, a little um, fiery, the crowd can get involved, I think it would be one that you should definitely stay tuned for. Uh, you won't want to miss the highlights on that one either. All right, that's day one and a preview of day two. I hope you enjoyed. Let me know if you like this format and we'll be back tomorrow with episode number 95, I believe. I hope this stands off.